Yo, what's up? We're back. It's the Betting Academy Hoops Edition. Perk. We took a we took a moment. We had some some weather, some storms, some power outages in your home state of Texas. Want to just check in with you. How's everything? How's everybody in the fam? And I know you're more concerned about those less fortunate. So tell us a little bit about what last last week was like. Well, you know, it was hell because, you know, the governor, the state, they dropped the ball, right? They knew that this winter storm was coming three weeks ago and they weren't prepared. And their solution was just to shut everybody power off and shut people water off and without giving people a warning of saying, hey, make sure you turn your water off, you know, outside that so it won't go through the pipes or drain your pipes or whatever. They didn't give people that advice. And so what happened was once they shut a lot of people electricity off, power off and water off, when they turned it back on, a lot of people pipes bust in their house. It happened to me, right? Which is okay because no one was here. Uh, and I was able to, we was able to get in the hotel room. And of course, you know, I'm fortunate enough to have home insurance. My wife is going crazy. She's happy talking about she's been ready to redo the front part or whatever. But at the end of the day, it's about the people who's less fortunate, who, you know, can't afford to get things fixed and have to go without and, you know, miss time from work or whatever the case may be. It was just hard. And I thought that the governor could have done a better job first by not going to Cancun, came back because he forgot his swim trunks, acting like he was coming back to be with the people. But that's another story. But it's just bad, though. So right now, my family is good. Everybody good. We still living in a hotel room waiting on. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Pray for me. With four kids. I mean, it's just they driving me crazy. But. It's all good, man. You know, a lot of people doing a lot of things for the state, for the city. You got John Wall doing things. Uh, James Harden is even giving back. So now, I mean, it's 70 degrees outside. So it went from, you know, below freezing last week. So now it's back to 70. It's back to normal. Yeah, it's good to see, especially James. I saw him giving out like 100 meals a day or something. It's good to see NBA players stepping up. Houston, man, has had... And the hurricane, right? Harvey and storms now, the, the power outages. Houston's had a rough go of it. So we got to pray for Houston, your family, families there in the city and in the state. And of course, shout out to the NBA players who are giving back there, including yourself, Perk. Shout yeah, out. I'm yep. Yeah. All right. Well, on 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 a on a less somber note, but maybe it is somber for a couple of the all-stars who got snubbed. Let's mm. talk a little bit about some of this all-star shit. We know what it is. We saw it last night. Shams uh, clipped the TNT guys and, and came out about 20 minutes early with the reserves. Um, I want to talk a little bit about some of these first-time All-Stars, Perk. Um, Zion Williamson is a first-time All-Star. Uh, happy for him. That's so dope. Jalen Brown, Julius Randle, Zach Levine. Every single one of those guys is also in the running for most improved player. I think that's pretty dope. And we can talk about some of their futures. But what do you think of those three guys making their first all-star? I, I love it. I love it. I, I, you know how I feel about Jalen Brown. I thought he should have made it last year. Right. Um, you know, this is a, a young guy that continues to get better. Uh, a lot of people focus on Jason Tatum because he got the flashy step backs and things to that nature. But Jalen Brown just get the job done. And when you look at Julius Randle, 
you know, all this talk about Tibbs was going to run him in the ground. Now yeah. Tibbs has, has let him loose. And now he's becoming one of the better dual forwards in the game today. You know, that point forward where he's initiating the offense and, and putting up big numbers for his points, rebounds, and assists. He's impacting the game. And the Knicks are right there in the thick of things for us in the playoff hunt. So he deserves to be in. I'm happy for Julius Randle. And Zach Levine, it's about damn time. Take Zach Levine off the Bulls, and they might, they might be, they might have five wins, right? He's just been that special, and he's been giving everybody that work, not just uh, you know, the subpar teams. No, he he goes to LA, he gives them the work. He he plays against Phoenix, he gives them the work. All the top-notch teams, he's putting up numbers. And if they're not winning, the game is close. Zion. Zion is just a freak of nature. He's something that we've never seen before. He's box office. He is a type of player that you want to see in an all-star game. He deserves to be there. But just from his athleticism, knowing how many lives are going to be thrown, and he just, you know, box office and must-see TV, I'm happy for him. The youngest all-star ever, right? Yeah. Set a record. I'm happy for him. But I am mad. Yeah. I am mad. I well, am mad. Well, we're going to talk we're we're going to talk about what what makes you so mad about this cuz I'm with you. But I wanted to quickly first of all, I, I want to say this about Zion. I didn't have him as an all-star. And that's not a reflection of his performance, more so the Pelicans as a team. But then I started looking at team standings and how many all-stars teams got the fucking Pacers got no all-stars. They're fourth in the East. The Celtics, what six in the East got two. A lot of people didn't think Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum should have been an all-star. You tweeted once accidentally having left him out. Then you, then you revised that. But a a lot of people didn't have him as an all-star anyway. No, I, I didn't accidentally do shit. I did that intentionally because I really didn't have him all-star and then the Boston fans went nuts on nuts. me. And so I was like, you know what? All right, man, whatever. But Jay- Jason Tatum, yeah, he's averaging 25, but his percentages are down. Like, he haven't been efficient. And I, I really thought it was others deserving to be in before him. But just because I'm a homer, I went on ahead and put him in there. And I guess the coaches felt that way also. Yeah, that was nice of you. You might have changed a bunch of people's minds. That's the influence you have, Perk. Um, if you take Tatum out, uh, who do you put in Sabonis? Yeah, absolutely. I, here's the thing about Sabonis, right? He don't get enough credit. He is in my eyes, a baby Jokic. Mm. He does what Jokic do for Denver is the same thing that Sabonis do for the Pacers. He initiate their offense. He can score in a variety of ways. He rebounds at a high level. He's a great passing big. And the Pacers are sitting at the fourth seed in the Eastern Conference. Now, look, here's the problem why I have about the voting, right? The goalposts is always move, right? It always shift. And the coaches vote for the reserves. So a couple of coaches called me and said, and I have been around coaches when they are filling out these ballots, and they tell me they go on individual performance and how that player impacts winning. So to put Vucevic, finally got his name right, in there and not put Sabonis in there is mind-boggling. 
is mind-boggling to me because I thought winning matters, especially when the coaches are voting for it. Yeah. That was a little interesting to me that the Pacers just had no one. Vucevic, uh, you, the second time All-Star, you feel like as a big, he could probably make an All-Star team pretty much any year he wants, putting up you know 20 and 10. But it was interesting. We'll talk a little bit about snubs, but just to really quickly close the loop on Julius, Jalen, and Zach. Most improved player of the year, future odds, okay? Jalen Brown is, is third at plus 500. Five to one odds for Jalen Brown to be most improved player. Then you go down seventh, Julius Randle, plus 3,000. Mm. And then right behind him at nine, plus 3,600 for Zach Levine. This is according to Fandle. Of those three guys, Jeremy Grant's the favorite. Christian Wood is still in the conversation. He's healthy now. Does Is Jalen Brown probably the most improved player this year? Yeah, he might be. But no, let me let me tell you why. Because when you go by most improved, right, Jalen Brown averaged right around, what, 20, 20 points last year, something around there, and he's averaging right around 26. But when you look at the leap that Jeremy Grant took, he went from averaging 13 to I believe he's averaging like, what, 25? Yeah. Like, that's a 12-point a difference. So. I'm looking at what he's doing right now. He's putting up monster numbers for Detroit. They they just in a rebuilding mode. All he needs is a couple more pieces around him, but he's doing what he's supposed to do. But I'm going to tell you, my top two favorites, I don't think Jalen Brown is going to get it just because it's him and Jason Tatum. And some nights he may not have those monster nights. And I think his goal was to make the all-star team. But Julius Randle, and Jeremy Grant are going to be the front runners for most improved. Because Julius Randle, if he get the New York Knicks into the playoffs and continue to play the way he's playing, the way that he's playing, I think he might get it over Jeremy Grant. And that would be that would be super dope. There's a lot of value in picking Julius Randle for most improved. 30 to 1 odds. Jeremy Grant's the far and away favorite at minus 155. Yeah. You're, not, you're not going to put money on that, but... Julius Randle, plus 3,000, according to Fandle. I like it. Um, we'll see if he can get the Knicks into the playoffs. They lost to the Warriors last night. I just had to say that. Um, <laughs> but I do love but I do love Julius Randle, and I love Zach Levine. By the way, Zach Levine's going to do all the smoke tomorrow, so watch out for that. It's coming Ooh. soon. It's going to be hot ones, right? Um, l- let me ask you this about Jeremy Grant, because I, I know who my biggest all-star snub is, and, and we'll talk about Devin Booker. Devin's going to get in. He'll replace AD, we think, right? He but, should be damn replaced. But correct, going. correct. Is Jeremy Grant a, an all-star snub? No, he's not. I mean, Detroit only got like seven wins. So the coaches look at that, so they say, right? It, it, I mean, you know. I don't know what they look at, but they only got seven wins. So it would have been hard to put him in there. And then there were so many other guys that were just above him that they had to put, like, you know, that they had to put in. Because think about it. No one off the Raptors got in, and the Raptors been playing some unbelievable basketball. I, I thought for sure Fred Van Vliet would have got a couple of nods. You know, he, had, he had a 50-piece wing dinner. What? That, like th- that, That's what I'm saying. And I'm thinking – Hell, I'm thinking somebody off the Hornets, maybe, you know, but everybody LaMelo. can't get in, La- right? LaMelo. Trey Young didn't get in. Trey Young is averaging 28 and almost 10 assists a game. 
what is it? Politics? Is it a popularity? Con- like, what is it? I, I know there's a there's a fan element and whenever fans can vote on anything, no offense, fans, but they're, you're dumb and, it, and it's a popularity contest. <laughs> right. So so like if it's not players voting peer to peer or coaches, experts such as yourself, media members who are experts at this, it's really hard to get it right, isn't it? It is hard to get it right. It is because they're not going off of names, right? I mean, they're not going off of them watching guys play. They're going. It's like a popularity contest. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. God rest his soul, the great Kobe Bryant, he would have been, like, even if he would have played another five years after he decided to retire and if he would have decided to stay, he still would have got voted in. Like, it's just the way it is. We should do a case study about LeBron then because – for a long time, and maybe still, LeBron's been most hated, but yet he still gets picked most votes ever. So what is that? That's crazy. I mean, pe- maybe people are taking our advice. You don't, you don't bet against LeBron, but there was a time there, a long time, and it may, we may still be in that time when LeBron's been the most hated person in basketball, maybe in sports, and he's still for getting no the reason, votes. Though. Yeah, but for no reason, no reason at all. I mean, I got to imagine a lot of people don't like Kyrie. He's he got voted in as a starter. Let me ask you this. Yes, he should. Right. Let me ask you this. Should Jalen Brown have been a starter in the East? And if so, who does he replace? Um, so the starters were Kyrie, Giannis, Kevin Durant, Beal, and uh, and Joel. See, here, see, here's the problem that I have with Bradley Beal, right? Hmm. I thought he should have been a reserve. I mean, averaging 35 points a game is 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 hard to do, leading the league and scoring. He's efficient. I thought I thought he should have been a reserve. Because Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum had probably had missed about five games. And Jalen Brown has carried and kept this Boston team afloat. He has been the most consistent uh player for the Celtics. And again, the Celtics are sitting at the number six seed. Yeah. So I would, I would, I actually had Jalen Brown as a starter. Everything was correct with the the Eastern Conference starters on my with, with me, except for Bradley Beal and uh, Jalen Brown. Okay, I mean that's fair. He's he's the scoring leader. The Wizards aren't good. I mean they've 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 won a couple, strung a couple in a row. I think five of six. The, the back-to-backs in LA went really well against the Lakers. Not so well last night against the Clip against the Clippers, but they were in it. So let's do this. Um, our friends at Extra Points. I'm gonna jump around a little bit right here, and then we'll get into some picks. Our no, friends, yeah, our friends at Extra Points came up, and and they're they're our odds makers. They're our makers. They made us some odds, which are fun for All Star Draft. Okay, let's because we're having this All Star conversation right now. Let's talk about this. And I think next week, Perk, me and you will do our own like mock draft, right? Like no, you, can, you can be LeBron and I'll be KD. First pick of NBA All-Star Draft. LeBron has it, highest vote getter. Let me just read some odds and give you a couple of little tidbits and then you tell me what you think. Giannis, the fa- and again, this is not according to Fandle. This is according to our guys at Extra Points and Cousin Sal. These guys do this. They know what they're talking about. Giannis plus 150, okay, to be the first pick of the draft. Luka plus 180. I just want to say about Luka, I think LeBron's going to pick him first. LeBron has publicly praised him, wanted him to be his first signature sneaker guy. Luca's like Switzerland. LeBron's not going to take any heat by picking Luca first. Now, if Luca, if LeBron picks Giannis first, hey, Giannis took his a couple MVPs off of LeBron and, and a couple of depoys off of defensive player of the years off of LeBron. So LeBron's probably like, nah. 
Steph plus 250. Steph and LeBron faced each other four times in the finals. I don't know if he wants to pick Steph number one overall, having that history. Here's an interesting one. Kawhi, three to one odds that LeBron picks Kawhi first. Does he pick Kawhi first overall so that he doesn't have to be guarded by Kawhi in the game? And then we'll round it out with Embiid, who I don't think he'll pick, and Kyrie Irving, five to one odds. So that's plus 500. Will LeBron pick Kyrie first just to fuck with KD? What do you think? No, I think LeBron James picks Steph Curry. Ooh. I, I do. LeBron James is a huge fan of Steph Curry. Although they battled a lot, he is a huge fan of Steph Curry. LeBron let me tell you something. LeBron do not hold grudges, and he don't have a problem with giving people their flowers. So I'm going with to Cousin Sal. I'm going with Steph Curry for the first pick for LeBron James. Shout out Michael Sicoli for coming up with these lines for us, the homie, our our <laughs> our, our know-it-all, everything. Uh, Steph plus 250, Perk's taking him. LeBron picks Steph first overall. I'm going Luka. Here's why. I'm Here's why I'm not going Kyrie, and here's why I'm going Luka. LeBron appeared on Road Trippin' um, at, with with Richard, Chan, Richard Jefferson and Channing right. Fry and Allie Clifton. Shout out. And he still seemed a little hurt by Kyrie's comments about him not being clutched down the stretch that he that that Kyrie talked about on Katie's pod. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, he's not going to pick Kyrie. I don't think he's going to do that even just to fuck with Katie. He's not going to do it. Um, I do think KD will pick Kyrie first as soon as Luca's off the board. There's no way KD's picking Steph if he's still there. But I just think he picks Luca because he's already publicly praised him. He's got not beef, and you said he doesn't hold grudges, but there are just other things with these other guys. I'm going Luca. We're giving it plus 180 odds. He's going Switzerland. Safe bet. No one's going to get on you for picking Luca. No, no one. And then you know what? Braun loves to play off the ball in the All-Star game. So I can see him going with Luca, But he also love a guy that can shoot the lights out, too. And I can see him going with Steph. So yeah. we'll see who's right about this. But look, this that's not a bad pick. But we know for sure, we know damn well he's not picking Kyrie at he's all. Not- Kyrie at 5-1 to one odds. We know he's not doing that. I don't think he picks. And he going to pick Kyrie sick. Katie gonna pick, yeah. I don't think he picks Kawhi either at three to one odds. Like he, he don't. I mean, as much as he doesn't want Kai, Ka- Kawhi to defend him, he doesn't want to be teammates with Kawhi either. No. Just, just as ask Montrez. <laughs> All right, let's go back. Let's talk a little Devin Booker real quick, and then we'll and then we'll get into some picks because LeBron said he's the most disrespected player in the league, followed by our guy Dame Dalla, who should be starting in, in lieu. Let's do this. If Dame was starting in lieu of Luca. Who would LeBron's first pick be? Still Steph? No, it would be Dame. Okay. It would be Dame because, see, you got to understand, LeBron plays these, these mind games with people. He would pick Dame because come offseason, he will try to get Dame to L.A. LeBron James loved Damian Lillard. Who he doesn't? He want to play with Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard loved LeBron James. Like, you forget, during the pandemic, they were on IG Live a lot, like, they are really close. He jammed his music. LeBron loves everything about Dame Dollar, vice versa. So LeBron plays these mind games and say, you know what? I'm going to show you how well we can mesh together. That's yeah. how he would do it. So he would definitely pick Dame Dollar. Well, we'll play fun fun games like that. And, and this segment, this bit you know, created by Sal and Extra Points, Bet to the Future, is just is just fun to, to do when we, make up, when yeah, we make, up, sure. make up some lines and have fun. So the draft will be next Thursday. We'll do a mock before... Interestingly enough, so KD will have the first pick of the reserves. 
I want to go with long shot. If Devin Booker gets in, you've also got Jalen Brown and Zach Levine sitting there as reserves. Which reserve does KD take with his first reserve pick? His first reserve pick. So let's assume Devin Booker's in there. You got Jalen Brown. You got Zach Levine. You got Julius Randle. By the way, you got James Harden. Does he take James? He takes James Harden. Okay. He's going to take Kyrie Irving with his second pick. He's taking James Harden with his his, his first reserve pick. It's like a no-brainer. It. Yeah. And I think LeBron would have taken AD first overall if he if he were there. He's not. He can't take Booker, who he loves. We'll talk about that because he's not a starter. Uh, and he can't take Dame because Dame's not a starter. So I think he takes Luka. We'll see what happens. It'll be fun. Um, let's go to the Suns, though. We, we talk about Devin Booker as a snub. You had an interesting tweet, you know, for carry on that you think the Suns can contend for a title. Is that right? Not the West, like the whole thing. So this is this is what I said. Okay. I said that I picked them to finish top five in the West. But at the rate that they're going right now and the way that they're committed, I, I've seen this movie before. I watch teams that have it on their mind to win a championship and they start developing great habits from training camp. And from out the gates, the Phoenix Suns have been dialed in offensively and defensively. I'm looking at Frank Kamiski, who's playing his role. Mikael Bridges, who's doing an awesome job playing his role. I'm looking at Cam Johnson. DeAndre Ayton, right, who's having, like, one of his best seasons. He's finally getting that tenacity, which Chris Paul is putting that key in his back. Jay Crowder being that leader off the bench, all right? And then you got Devin Booker. And here's the thing I love about Devin Booker. He's averaging 25 points, but it's not like he's taking fucking 30 shots. He's efficient. He's shooting 50% from the field. But the thing I love about Devin Booker is how committed he is on the defensive end. I have seen so many times where he has took ownership of playing one-on-one defense and went block guy shots. Whether guys thought they had him beaten, he went chased it down. Whatever the case may be, I'm watching this Phoenix Suns team. They're gelling. They're identifying their roles. These young guys are getting confidence against everyone. And I feel like if they continue to keep this up and guys will continue to be stars in their role, come playoff time, I said we're going to have to consider them as a title favorite or a title contender. And that's just period. And I'm going to stand by that, G. I, I'm with you. And by the way, there's there's good value in, in that lesson here as it relates to betting. According to FanDuel, right, Suns Futures, 42 to 1, so plus 4,200 to win the whole fucking thing. I might drop 100 on it. I was going to say, you put in a dollar, right. And then, by the way, so just let's just look at the West because we got the Lakers as the favorites in the West. Lakers are plus 100, so they're even money, right? The Lakers um, should be the favorites. They are, right? The The Suns are 22 to 1 to win the West, so 22 times as unlikely to win the West as the Lakers. So Fandle's not taking them seriously. A lot of people aren't taking them seriously, at least to win the West, but you like them, and I like that. Shame on them. 22 to 1 to win West. What are you putting on that? I put another hundred on it. Okay. And then a hundred on 42 to one to win the whole thing. Yeah. I love it. Good for the Suns. Man, I'll ask you this before we take a quick break and then come back with picks. Why why didn't Devin Booker get in like first ballot all-star? What what happened? Because because people went with impact over who actually 
should have got in for the Suns. So when, when coaches looked at it, they were like, oh, okay, you take CP3 off this team and they wouldn't be in this position. And that's why they put him in there, right? CP3 is the ultimate leader. I understand that. But when you talk about the best player on the team, that is Devin Booker. And there's no knock on CP3, but CP3 should have gave Devin Booker that nod and said, nah, I don't need that. This goes to my young fella. Like, and it really do. I, f- I feel like we talked about this. In a 72-game season, you can't miss games. Paul George missed some games. I thought maybe he was on the, the cusp of not being an all-star. I mean, numbers-wise, season-wise, he should be an all-star. But when you miss games, it's tough. Look, Jimmy Butler's not an all-star. Carl Anthony Towns, who usually is an all-star, hadn't played. He's not an all-star. Could that be why maybe Devin Booker missed a couple of games? Anthony Davis has missed quite a few games. He still got in. Like, what is it? Is it is it that? Is it something else? And by the way, I wish CP3 could have given him his spot because he would have. I know he would have. No, I mean, no. I just I just think that it's it's crazy. I, I really think coaches don't value this young man like they should, and that's not good. Like, yeah, yeah, you're right. It wasn't the fan vote for him. It was coaches. Yeah, like you would expect the coaches because, all right, you're playing against the Phoenix Suns. Before you game plan for anybody, you're game planning for Devin Booker. Right. Yeah. So of all people, you should know better. Yo, Book has come a long way from uh, complaining about a simple double team in a pickup game. A long way. Guess what? He can't get double no more because they got shooters. Or they got to try to triple him something like he's hot. Yeah. I thought if he would have been healthy, he would have been our scoring champ. He would have been he would have been putting up Bradley Beal type numbers. No, no, no. I'm going to say this. And this is why this is why he you remember when we first started, I said, man, I think I'm roll with Devin Book on leading the league and scoring. Yeah. But when you watch them play. They're playing agenda-free basketball. And I'm watching Devin Booker do things that I never seen him do. He's passing up contested tools that he would usually take and making those extra passes. But once again, he's still putting up his 25 on 50% shooting. Yeah. You know what I think about when I think of Devin Booker, Jason Tatum, Trey Young? The the, the long-lasting, the forever-lasting impact of Kobe Bryant. Right. Like mentored these kids, footwork, post moves, told Devin Booker to be legendary. And look what he's doing. Yeah. The great Kobe Bryant is rolling over in his grave right now because Devin Booker did not get picked up as all. So, I mean, it, it's I was really pissed like him that the, the Devin Booker, along with Sabonis, had me hotter than fish grease. I ain't bullshit. But the thing that I that I didn't love. And I don't, I, I got to think of, I, I know exactly who I would take out. Probably Zion. By the way, Luca for me was a tough one. I know he's putting up the numbers. I know he's catching fire as of late, but for most of this season, he hasn't felt like an all-star to me. I probably take Zion out and I put Jordan Clarkson in. He's six man runaway favorite. The numbers he's putting up off the bench on the best team in not only the West, but in the NBA, the Utah Jazz. I feel like a lot of people thought Mike Conley should have been the Jazz's third all-star. I think it should have or could have been Jordan Clarkson. I'll say that. I think he should. I think we this would have been the year to have a six man make an all-star team. No, I agree. Jordan Clarkson, right? But okay, Utah got two in, so they can't complain. No, I know, but then but then Boston got two in also, and they're what sitting sixth? They lost, what, last night? Like, it's tough. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, Boston shouldn't have got in. 
Yeah. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back with some perks picks. See you guys in a second. One of the things I love about betting on basketball is I'm always finding new player props or game props that I like. What's cool about FanDuel Sportsbook is you can combine these props with other bets from the same game to score an even bigger payout. It's called a same game parlay bet. You can only find them on FanDuel. Some same game parlay bets that I like, player point total, money line bets, over under, point spreads. Right now, new and existing users can get up to $25 back each day if your parlay falls one leg short with same game parlay insurance. Yo, you heard that right, every day. That's why I bet on FanDuel. I like the FanDuel Sportsbook because of its ease of use, fast withdrawals, like when you win, FanDuel pays your winnings in as little as 24 hours, that's key. Odds boosts and specials every day and there's some big super boosts each weekend. Live betting element, man, it's easy to place your bet faster in a game if you see a trend you like in real time. So just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app today to try a same game parlay and use promo code betting academy at sign up. That's promo code betting academy. Tell them G and Big Perk sent you. Disclaimer, it's 21 and up and present in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, and West Virginia. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in seven days. The max refund, $25. Terms apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-9-WITH-IT, Indiana. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Virginia. Tennessee Redline, that's 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee. Or you can visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia. All right, y'all, we're back from our break. Let's get into some of Perk's picks. Perk, I know you're pumped about college college hoops, right? Hey, look, shh. But Tell him. Tell him. This month, ooh, woo. I've been giving them the work. I'm not going to shoot out the numbers. I ain't going to do all that, but I'm telling you. Hey, look, the lettuce has been fresh. You hear me? So I'm just saying. So if I tell you something about college, I may not be right 100% of the time, but 85%, you could book it, okay? Let's go. So I'm looking at colleges, right? And you got Clemson at Wake Forest. Wake Forest don't stand a chance, all right? Clemson defense, they got better players. And you take them for the half today. They're giving up one and a half. And if you don't understand what that means, all Clemson has to do is be up two points at the half and you win your money, okay? Single bet. At the half, at the half, yep. At the half. Okay, now you have Dayton, right? Dayton against St. Joseph. St. Joseph sucks, okay? They 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 completely sucks. <laughs> Dayton is playing at St. Joseph. It's a conference game, but so what? Dayton plays well. They're giving up four and a half at the half. Take them for the first half, meaning that if Dayton is up five at the half, you win. Okay? Another single bet. Last but not least, take Seton Hall against Butler, and here's why. Seton Hall just came off a heartbreaking loss, all right, against Georgetown. And Seton Hall has a, a, a player, right? Let me get his name right because the pronunciation that I be doing, look, he, he is a pro, okay? He is a flat-out pro. 
He's 6'9". He could do everything. He wears number 23, and his name is Sandra, Sandro Mabukalasabli, all right? Whatever his name is. Number 23, all right? Just know that, okay? He is a flat-out hooper. I mean, he gets, he gets the job done. He's averaging, he's averaging 18 points a game, which is a lot in college. Yeah. Seven rebounds, three downs. He can handle the rock. He can do everything. All right. Let me see. Let me see if I can, because y- your pronunciation, man, close enough. Let's see. Sandro Mamukalashvi. Mamukalashvi. He's just. Yeah, he's, he's, okay. Sandro. Yeah. Ale- Alexander. Sandro. All right. I like this guy. There we go. You take Seton Hall, first half. They just came off a loss. They got a real good team. They got shooters. They got guard play. They press. They're well coached. Butler got a lot of young guys, all right? They lost a lot of people last year. So, look, take Seton Hall first half. Those are the three picks right there. Singles, okay? If you want to put them on the three pick, maybe for, you know, whatever you want to put on. Just for example, if you put $100 on the three pick and all three teams hit and cover, it brings you back 600 The odds pay six to one, okay? It's that simple. If you want to take two of them and do a two pick, the odds play, the odds play three point three and a half to one. Okay. Okay. But I would say take singles. Take singles. So don't parlay it. Or could you could you couple these three with an NBA game or two? Or that's that's too much. Yeah, I usually I usually don't mix it. Okay. Okay. You know what I mean? Because the NBA been real funny lately. You know, it's been some funny style action going on in the NBA lately. Like. Ain't nobody playing defense. Ain't nobody playing defense. We know that. No, no, at all, at all. So look, check this out. While we was talking, right? I'm sitting up here because I already knew you was going to the NBA games. And this is a tough one today, G. But go ahead and lead it off. This is a tough one. I need I need to hear what you're talking. Well, First of all, look. Let me ask you. You give me your picks. I want to know. What you see on this NBA schedule that's dead boat locks, all right? That's okay. dead boat locks. And when I say dead boat locks, slam dunks, all that. Give me what you see on here, whether it's first half, whether it's for the game. I want to know. Well, I have two that I really like. I'm going to start with Lakers Jazz. Mm-hmm. I think I think the Jazz are a lock, right? Lakers, Lakers plus nine. Like Jazz are Jazz are nine point favorites in this game. Lakers have lost three in a row. You, you know who hasn't lost three in a row all season? The mm. Warrior, the Warriors. Just 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 throw that out there. <laughs> but I think look, and it, part of me thinks there's no way LeBron lets them lose four in a row. I just think it's too tough. You got the best team in the league. No Anthony Davis. The Lakers. All of a sudden. Everyone wants to blow them up. Now they need a big man. And we'll do a bet to the future talking about which big man we think they're going to get. But I think the Jazz are a lock tonight against the Lakers. Lakers plus nine. That's the first one. So, so hold on. So, are you taking the Lakers or are you taking the Jazz? I'm taking the Jazz. I'm taking so you, the Jazz. So, so you telling me that the Jazz is going to beat the Lakers by double figures tonight? They are. I think the Jazz blow them out tonight. Okay. I actually was going to stay away from that game. Okay. So, I'm going to go my turn on this one. Okay. I'm going to take the Pelicans, okay? Glad you brought that take, one up. I'm going to take the Pelicans at half against the Pistons. Okay. I'm going to take the Pelicans at half against the P- uh, Pistons. The yep. Pelicans 
blew a, a huge lead against Phoenix. All right, came back against Boston, went down 24 points, had the largest comeback in franchise history, and I think they're going to build from this. And I think they figure something out. They can have Stan Van Gundy move Zion to the point, and it helped them tremendously. Had shooter space, he was able to attack downhill. If the defense collapsed, he made the right play. I'm taking Pelicans first half. I think they'll be up 10 first half on the Pistons. Yeah. And by the way, Lonzo Ball been balling. Well, and, and we know we know what Zion's been doing. I like the Pelicans for the game also. I mean, they're, they're nine and a half point favorites, but, I, but I'm with you. I don't know that I'm betting on that. I like, the, I like the deal at the half. The thing I like about this game is the over-under because uh, l- let me just make sure I have it right. Over-under 222.5, right? The Pelicans, nine straight overs. So I think they go 10 in a row. I think th- I think they get I think this one happens here tonight too. I'm taking the Pelicans with the over to 222.5. Okay. I like that. I, yeah. I, I, I don't want to mess with the Raptors and Heat. I, okay. I don't want to mess with it at all. Okay. Right, right. right. I don't want to mess with the Bulls and Timberwolves. Okay. Although I want to take the Bulls. You know what? I am taking the Bulls. I'm taking the Bulls at home first half. It's not a slam dunk. But it is a, a, a CJ McCullen pull up. Okay, mid range. All right, cool. And then last but not least, I don't know how I did not see this. I'm taking the Phoenix Suns first half. The Phoenix Suns, it's been nine out of 10 games they have covered the first half. Yeah, and you got to think Devin Booker is pissed right now, right? He better be. Suns are 10 point favorites. I don't even think that's big enough. They they should be like 12, 13, 14 point favorites. I think it's a blowout. I think it's a blowout. Like I just think the Suns are angry, thirsty, hungry. I'm with you. I'm t- I would take the Suns for that for the game though too. I know you like them for the half. I do. Okay. I, I wanted to ask a little bit really quickly about two two games, two things. You you mentioned the Wolves and the Bulls. The Bulls are four point favorites according to FanDuel tonight. Um we saw Malik Beasley talk at a presser yesterday about oh. about being patient with the Timberwolves. They've been through a lot. We know what happened oh. with Carl Anthony. We know we some people know what's going on with Malik Beasley. If you know, you know. Um, they fired Flip Saunders' son, Ryan Saunders. Did he get a fair shake? Probably not. They replace him with a white guy from another team. They bypass a young black talented coach on their own coaching staff. You've talked about this, Perk. I don't like it. No one likes it. What is going on with them? Well, well, here it is, right? This is this is what's going on with the league, and I said this. In order for things to change, we're going to have to have African Americans in the front office of power to hire other African Americans, okay? Call Anthony Towns then, like, all right, and, and Malik Beasley, please, just stop talking, okay? Just stop talking. You're dealing with too much as it is. You got too much added attention to the organization. You didn't already damn near guaranteed the playoffs two times since you didn't been there, and you ain't really delivered. So stop it. That's the first thing. But get get your household get your household in order. Yeah, facts, facts, facts. No, no. I mean, know what's important and what's not important. Okay, we're not gonna dive into that too deep. But the real ones know what we're talking about. Yep. Here it is. The, the only way it's gonna change is if people get hired in the front office. James Jones, GM, hire Monty Williams. 
Elton Brand, GM before Daryl Morey get there, hired Doc Rivers. Until we start having these African-Americans in these front office roles, these GM roles, we're going to continue to see guys like Phil Handy, guys like Jason Kidd, guys like uh, Darvin Ham, uh, Adrian Griffin, all these guys that have been on the bench for over a decade that, that are deserving the opportunity. David Vanderpool, they're going to continue. Sam Cassell, they're going to continue to overlook them because it's now they're hiring their friends. Roses and, and, and uh, Fitch, of uh, you know, they've been friends forever since the Rocket Day. They're best friends. Yeah. So it wasn't like he was the best person for the job. And it was so disrespectful to pass up your associate head coach, yeah. not even give him a damn shot. Just so disrespectful. Why even hire him as your associate? If you feel well, that way about him. To check a box, right? Which is what so many people do, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. straight up. I mean, shout out Masai. They won a fucking championship in Toronto. You thought things would change maybe after that. No, right? Right. No. All right. That's we'll, we'll keep an eye on that. Like, uh, I, it was just a, I mean, RIP Flip, Sa- Flip Saunders, man. His son, Ryan, I don't know that that's a fair shake, but everything that happened after and yeah, the, the Timberwolves are in trouble. We, we like the Bulls tonight, four point favorites. Not no, not only because of that, but just the Bulls are a better team. And Zach Levine's hot right now. He's an all-star. He knows it. He can rest easy and he can just bucket, you know? And the Bulls, the Bulls actually play good. You got Temple, uh, you know, Kobe, Kobe White. Like, they play great. Look, I want to apologize real quick before we have to wrap it up. Billy Donovan has done a great job with them defensively and putting them this young group together in position to be successful. I just wanted to let that out. I, I agree. And um, I think, do you like, uh, on that note, do you like what Stan Van Gundy's been able to do of late with the Pelicans? He's, he's starting to maybe turn it around, right? I mean, yeah, he needs a little he runway. Had, he had to get out of his own way, though. Yep. You know what I mean? You Some some older coaches are stuck in their ways, and he had to figure out, like, Tibbs already figured it out before he before his first game that, I just got to let these youngsters rock out. Yeah. I can't have that control factor. So yep. now he's going to figure it out. He's good. All right. the la- We're, we're going to save a bunch of our bets to the futures for next segment because we got some fun ones coming up. One last pick and then we'll get out of here. The Celtics Hawks, right? The Celtics, I know you've been tough on them. They, they, they dropped one, a tough one, I think last night, right? Celtics Hawks. Celtics are actually, actually still two-point favorites um, <clears throat> over the Hawks. I wanted to ask you this, and it's kind of a bet to the future. We're we're, we're gonna we're gonna set the odds, um, and we'll we'll do this next week. Brad Stevens, how long does Brad Stevens remain the head coach of the Boston Celtics? For another two years. I mean, Danny Ainge love him. He feel like it's not Brad, and and here's the part that I don't get. Real quick, I was with Doc right when we lost eighteen in a row. And one thing I know about Danny, he's going to ride with his coaches, man. He's going to be a lawyer guy. We lost 18 in a row. People were saying, fire Doc. We had the second youngest team in the league, and and Danny said no. But now this team is different. This is a a contender-type team with two all-stars, two rising superstars. There's no way you should be one game under 500. I work for the Boston Network on the side. And I spoke my piece on it last night. And look, trust me, Brad is getting a lot of heat right now. Yep. All right. Well, we'll put some, Michael will put some numbers to that for next time. We got some, some bet to the future for 
who the who the next potential Lakers big man will be. Look, I think we'll still talk about uh, Bradley Beal getting traded. We got some good figures on that. But let's get out of here. Just to recap your picks, though, right? We like the Bulls, four-point favorites for the game. Yeah. You, you want to stay away from Lakers Jazz. I actually like the Jazz, nine-point like favorites. Jazz. Yep. Pistons, Pelicans, you like Pels at the half. They're, the they're nine-and-a-half-point favorites for the game. I like the over-under, 222.5. I, I take the over because New, New Orleans, nine in a row there. I think they go 10 in a row on the over tonight. And then Hornets, Suns, Suns. I like the Suns. They're 10-point favorites for the game. You like a half or a game? The half. Okay, perfect. And then just to recap our college, we want Clemson over Wake, one-and-a-half-point favorites. Yep. yep. Half. We want Dayton over St. Joseph's. They're four-and-a-half-point favorites for the half. And the half. And then you like Seton Hall at the half over Butler. That's it. Let us know how it go, G. That's it. I'm going to be right there because you know I'm going to be texting and saying – Bingo. I know. Check I, mark. Know. Check mark. I know. Let's um let's get out of here on this. I I, I want to just throw you a, a, tr- a piece of trivia. Today, on this date in history, is the 10-year anniversary of the worst trade in Celtics history. You know what it is? Yeah, they, they got rid of the, one of the best centers to ever walk through the door. Yours truly, Mr. Carry On himself. Danny ain't screwed it up, but not. Nah, I'm gonna say this. Real quick, Danny Ainge did me a favor. He traded me to Oklahoma City because he knew they were going to pay me. He didn't have the money to pay me. He knew I was going to get the bag. So shout out to Danny for looking out for Big Bird. And KG came out and said he was heartbroken when you left. Your family, his brother, and that hurt him. That hurt, that cut him deep. That's my boy. That's my brother for life, G. Like you, family for life. Let's go. All right. Well, shout, speaking of family, shout out to the family, the wife and the kids, and everyone in Texas. Um, we're praying for you. We're the Betting Academy Hoops Edition. You can find us on Spotify under the Money Grab banner or anywhere you get podcasts on social at Kendrick Perkins, at Gina Paradiso, at Betting Academy. We'll be back. We'll talk more All-Stars, some more futures. you love it. We'll be back for the weekend. There you go. You heard it here first. Peace out.